Welcome back to the podcast with yours, Zahar and Lucas. Um, we have a new episode, or we're recording a new episode on the Leafs win, lose, or lose, and then win. Um, they come back to win in Chicago. Um, so that was a fun game to watch, but we'll talk about that a bit later because a lot of stuff came out with the whole Chicago incident. Um, the investigation was finished. Um, the fines were uh, handed out and um, we know who the John Doe in the lawsuit is and um, just everything about the whole Chicago thing came out and there's a lot of talk about there's a lot of things that me personally think that uh, that at the NHL and the NHLPA just botched like this isn't like you can't even like come close to being like this they did something okay they did literally everything wrong um, we'll talk about the fines too, because that's whole ridiculous, but initial like reactions to everything that came out. Um, uh, what I want to say is, um, we did find out who the John Doe was and the John Doe was Kyle beach, who was a prospect of the Blackhawks at that time. Yep. Uh, he was picked 11th overall in 2008 um, and he never played a game for the never Hawks. played a game in the NHL. So what I want to say about Kyle is Kyle is a hero. Kyle is extraordinarily strong. And what he did yesterday was unbelievably brave. And I don't know if I would ever have the amount of bravery that he showed yesterday. Um, the like you said, I thought that every single aspect of the of these organizations, whether it be the PA, the league, the Blackhawks, whatever, they all did everything wrong, went about this extraordinarily wrong. And yesterday was a reckoning that was 10 years in the making. And I hope that I hope that Kyle, after yesterday, at some point we'll be able to have a, a sense of peace. I'm sure it's going to take closure. a long time for him to get all his closure, but I hope that yesterday was a, was a step in the right direction for him to find some sort of closure after the horrific incident that he was a part of back in 2010. So that's, that's where I, <clears throat> excuse me, that's where I, um, feel on this incident and i i assume we're going to get into all of the yeah i, I completely the, agree with lucas yeah. um i don't think i could have said him better myself but yeah it's he's a survivor and he persevered through everything that he's been through and he is had enough courage to go out and tell the world that what happened to him and what was done wrong to him uh and before we before we get into this i just trigger warning for anyone who's um who's this, sexual assault who's, uh, who's a survivor of this uh we will get into certain aspects of this lawsuit that deals with sexual assault yeah okay so f- for the fallout for the fallout of the thing was um we'll just go through it um two million dollars fine for the blackhawks how they um how they dealt with the situation which is nothing uh for a billion dollar that's, corporation that owns that's the Black money Hawks. they can find in their couch yes that's like a that's two AHL players like that's nothing. Um, also, Stan Bowman 
steps down from a GM as Chicago and steps down as the GM of the Olympic team. Um, it's disgusting because he should have been fired and everyone should have known that he's been fired, but no, they let him step down, which is disgusting. And I don't agree with it. They should have fired him on the spot. Um, they should have at least given him the fact that Stan Bowman was started the season as the GM, like nothing was happening. That too, that, that he should have not been the GM from the beginning. I feel like they should have at least said, we're giving Stan some sort of a leave of absence until the case is resolved. And if the case is resolved and Stan had no wrongdoing, we bring him back. But yeah. the fact that he came into this season like it was any normal season and he started it as the GM, that's what I think is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, some other things. Uh, Mark Bergeron's name is nowhere to be seen in this, which is surprising because he was the head of players, uh, player development, I think. Um, so uh, Player personnel. Sorry, player personnel. Yeah. Um, some other thing is Kevin Shevel Dayoff and Joe Quinville will be meeting with uh, Kevin, uh, not Kevin, Jesus, uh, with um, Gary Bettman uh, personally in the next couple of days. Joe Quinville did coach the game last night, which disgusting. I don't understand why. Just literally, like the assistant coaches are there for a reason that they can step in and take your thing. I don't understand why. And he didn't even speak to the media after the game. Yes, he did put out a statement about, um, I think it was before the game. He said that I'm going to meet with Gary Bittman um, about the whole investigation personally in the next couple of days. And um, that's it. And then after the game, he didn't say anything to the media. So it's really disgusting how everyone's acting about this. And um, uh, no cup names were removed from the cup. And that is the biggest, to me, that is the biggest, um, um, that's the most disgusting part out of all of it is that Brad Aldrich's name will, at this moment, is still enshrined in the Hockey Hall of Fame on that Stanley Cup. Yep. And his name is still on it after, after what he did to, after what he did in this. So I don't expect them to remove it automatically, like right today. I'd expect them to announce. I just expected to announce that he's going to get his name taken off and he should have his name taken off and he doesn't deserve to be on that because he's a disgusting person that shouldn't have the right to have the honor to be on that cup. And I, when I heard the, when I heard the name, I was, I was expecting maybe someone that I would have known someone who maybe played a couple of, a couple of seasons, like, and uh, Kyle never played a single game. So I look at, so I look he was at called Kyle's, up though. That's yeah, why I look he's at, I look at Kyle's Kyle's uh, IMDb. Or sorry, not IMDb, hockey DB. Um, and he was playing for the Rockford Ice Hogs in the 2009-2010 season. Um, which is the season where they went to the <clears throat> excuse me, which is the season that they went to the cup final. And so the Rockford got kicked out of the playoffs, so he was a so he became a black ace. As a, mem- as a member of the Chicago Blackhawks, so was a part of the organization. And this player, again, never played a single second in the NHL. And the fact that what disgusts me the most is the fact that this, this piece of shit, not, not Kyle, the Brad Aldridge, his piece of shit, was preying on a young and vulnerable player. Yep. 
but who no continue continue okay okay I'm sorry touch upon so, something else but yeah, that's, that's all good so he was preying on a young vulnerable player who all he wanted to do was have his dreams come true of going to the nhl and made it so that he felt that if he did not do what he what he was asked that he would never play in the nhl yep. he preyed on the weak and vulnerable yep. and that's what disgusts me the most about yep. about the situation is the fact that he that that's what that's what he did yeah and that's the most disgusting part out of out of all of so this. this entire thing is disgusting but what is even more worse or it's worse like it's worse out of this whole thing is brad aldrich after winning stanley cup with the blackhawks went on and became a coach in high school and he assaulted other people so instead of the blackhawks stepping in and ending it there and he would have got arrested and he would have got charged and he would have never been able to coach a high school team and continue doing what he did and assault i think i think it was two john does in that high school uh, there, there was definitely something with a, someone at a university I think it was a high school, though. Okay. But, okay, whatever. They gave him a good review. They shouldn't have given him a good review. They should have stopped him there when he was doing it. I don't understand how player safety do- didn't do anything. I don't understand how the NHL didn't do anything. And I don't understand how the team didn't do anything. Literally, they did the reason, nothing. I, I, I fully agree with you. I think the reason why player safety and the NHL didn't do anything is because in the press conference yesterday, the owners of the Blackhawks said that they knew nothing. They knew absolutely nothing, and the investigation took place, and they didn't actually know anything. So, so it stopped at Stan Bowman. It stopped at the at the team. They didn't. They didn't know. However, what should have happened was whoever the head of player safety was. I think it's still Don Fear, and I know he was there at the time. He should have rung it at the ladder and did not. Yep. So it's a combination of both the Blackhawks and the PA not having this person's back yep and it and was literally keep on, keep on. in the middle of a stanley cup run which that should not stop them from stopping a crime that's being committed and the reason why joel, joel quenville should never coach again is because of uh what kyle said yesterday on the fact of joel said something along the lines of and i'm i'm paraphrasing what he said and he was paraphrasing what was said but something on the lines of we can't deal with that right now because we're looking to win a cup. He and he made this this person feel like he didn't matter in this world, that his yep. that his needs didn't matter. Yeah, and you can't um, you can't preface winning over someone's life and over crimes. And that's why I hope that's why Joel should never coach again. Yeah. Um, so another thing. I just want to get back to the fine. Um, $2 million. Um, Gary Bettman previously fined the New York Jersey Devils $3 million and lost a first first round pick and a third round pick for um, uh, circumventing the Kovalchuk contract. So the Blackhawks got half. They didn't lose any picks. And they did. Uh, they lost a million less dollars. So I'm just saying half. They lost like, got half the fine for sexual assault, which is a crime. While which is a, Kovalchuk which you can be yeah which charged is a crime. for, and you can go to prison. While the New Jersey Devils did something against nothing illegal except 
illegal in the sense of the hockey world, so the illegal in the NHL terms, but not illegal under uh, criminal code. The, the code, yeah, the criminal code or the word of the law. Yeah, and that's disgusting. Um, I do, maybe NHL is going to bring something down with fining everyone else, but the way things are going right now, I don't think it's going to happen because Stan Bowman was let go without any fines or anything. And I don't know where this goes from here. It's disgusting. And um, the story's yeah. not done, which is what we should all what we should all yes. worry, which is what which is what we should all know. The story's yeah. not done. I have one of my cousin, I, I talk about him, uh, I talk about him sometimes here, but he grew up in Chicago, very big Blackhawks fan. He is he and that fan base are extraordinarily disgusted right now. Yep. A lot of them. You, you wouldn't tell from last night because they because those fans were celebrating like nothing was happening. Uh, but the majority of Blackhawks fans are debating on whether or not they cheer for this team. Yeah. Um, so you know how you were saying that the NHL players did not know? They did know. They did. They did know. You're, you're right. They did know. What I'm saying is the what I was saying was it, it ended like the the owner of the Blackhawks did did not know the players in the dressing room like Brent Sopel. Someone else was saying something. I can't remember his name, but he was saying like, yes, we all knew. We all knew. No, no, we so, all in but, the dressing room knew. Yes, but it doesn't matter if it gets to the owner or not. If the players, NHL Players Association knows about it, they should be the ones stepping in and telling the owners. Like They didn't. Like, they didn't. So here's what Kyle Beach said. I reported every single detail to an individual at the National Player, uh, NHL Players Association who I was put in contact with after I believe two different players talked to Don Don Fur, uh, and for him to turn his back on the players. I don't know how that you, how, I don't know how that can be called that that can be your leader. So yeah, they did the know yes. two other people talked to him and, and or talked to the players association. Um, Don Fur, who's the, He's still the head of the NHL PA. Yeah, so he's the head of the NHL's PA, and he does nothing, and that that's he should get fired. And he, um, and he, here's here's my here's what I have always the NHL Players Association was made originally by Ted Lindsay, who's one of the most recognized yes. yeah, Hall, yeah. Hall of Famers, Detroit Red, Red Wings. Like he's one of the most recognized players of all time. And it was made, and he was the he, he made this Players Association so that it was realistically made for like. Because the, back then it was like, okay, you you players are forced to make this money. Gordie Howell, how much do you want? But they were made, but it was made so that they could have their own rights and they could have their own union to get whatever money they want. And then the, and now it's made for them to be unionized and say say whatever they want, talk about however they feel, and go and you know they and go to war with the NHL. Basic why is rights it, as players. Why is this players association not led by either a former player or a current player? Why is it led by some white guy with silk hair and a suit who's never stepped on an NHL rink in his life? Yeah. I, I could, I could, has Donald Fear, was he, I don't, maybe he played in the seventies and I just didn't know. He sounds like just some guy in a suit. Um, um, he, he could be a player, maybe, but the fact that the, this, that the players association is not led by, someone who has either playing now or played in the last 10 to, 10 to 15 years is unacceptable in my eyes. That's what I, that's what I struggle with when it comes to the players association. 
Cannot- yeah, he is not. He is not. He was a player's. He was the head of uh, our executive at the uh, um, Major League Baseball. He's not even he a moved, hockey guy. Yeah, and then he moved over to uh, Players Association. He knows nothing about the sport. He knows nothing about the sport. He should not leave this Players yep. Association. Yep. Get someone who is fuck. Get get an get an agent. Get 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 a get a player's agent to lead. That would make more sense. Or get a player. Alan someone Walsh. like this. Al, Alan Walsh is the perfect leader for the Players Association. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and this guy, this guy should be gone too. You can't le- you can't be led by someone who does that. Yeah. Um also we have to like the whole apparently the whole locker room knew yep. about this whole thing. Um there's a photo going on around on Twitter of um uh in it's in the Stanley Cup finals. They are celebrating, and on the back you can see um one second, let me find behind it. Behind Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. Yep. Um, do you have it up? Sorry. I don't. I've saw it. Basically, you can see in the back room there, in the background, they have these like labels of who to guard. And basically they just it just says Chris Pronger is gay. Yeah. Written in yeah, the background. Yeah. I, I don't I want to make sure that like I got the player right. You're, you're right. It, it was Chris. This is Chris Pronger is gay. Chris Pronger is and gay. It, it, is gay is written in like in red marker. red red and then Chris Pronger's name is written in black so yes. and it's it, um, it really puts things into perspective on how uh, yeah on hockey culture in general you can't and another end. quote from Kyle yeah, Beach is um word spread pretty quickly I do believe that everyone in that locker room knew about it because the homophobic uh this is in brackets the comments homophobic comments uh uh bracket towards beach were made in the locker room they were made on the ice they were made around the arena and so years later um he was either in the ahl or another league and someone i think it was the swedish league yes uh it it might have been but someone was saying did you enjoy that i believe it was blowjob and kept calling him the f bomb for a homophobic slur yeah um it's what you said before is this isn't over um we'll find out if the winnipeg jets are, are going to have their gm in the next couple of days and if the Pan- florida panthers are still going to have a head coach in the next or if the montreal days. canadians will have a gm well with mark bergevin uh, i haven't heard anything about it um, i haven't I, either um I haven't seen it or heard anything. Uh, he might just ride into the sunset and just retire and, and not come things so, and just go under the radar of this, which... What um, I'm going to say is if Mark Bergevin... Let's say Mark Bergevin did know nothing. Could you think of a worse player, uh, head of player personnel in the entire National Hockey League if that's happening and you don't know what's, what's going on and you're the head of player personnel? Yep. And he so should either, have been the one reporting at the players uh, yep. to the NHL PA. Or if if PA doesn't do anything, you go ahead, you go higher up, you call yep. Gary Bettman and see what's like to figure just do something. And he just doesn't do anything. And what happens happens, and this shouldn't be allowed. Even ten years ago, when I know the Me Too movement happened or whatever, but it just do you not protect your own players. Do you not want them to know that you're? You don't protect this human being. Yeah. Leave leave hockey. Okay. I want I want us to in this moment pretend that pretend this happened at 
the the TD Bank, you know, office, we would still be having this conversation. This does not have to. This this has nothing to do. This shouldn't have anything to do with the sport of hockey. It has to do yeah. with this human being was yeah. was assaulted and and by a person of power to make him feel less, to make him feel like he didn't matter in this world. Yep. Hockey is not the reason that this happened. Well, okay. Hockey should not be, you know. Hockey put them in a position for this to happen. Hockey put them in a position for this to happen, yes. But this could happen at at any workplace. And it just just so happened to be in this this workplace of this sport. But this sport did not support this person. Yep. There were... There were probably a handful of people that I could show on, on both my two hands that actually supported uh, Kyle in this in this scenario, and the rest yeah. of them turned his back on him, or t- turned their back on him. The entire team turned his back on them because yes. they should have been, they should have went and stopped what they were doing, which they were in the middle of a Stanley Cup, which and is... and because of that, Kyle was never able to get his dream. He was yep. he was labeled as the Chicago Blackhawks' biggest bust. In, mm-hmm. in all of in all of the club's history, I wonder why. Yeah, might have been because he never felt like he ever belonged in a dressing room ever again because all he thought was people were going to turn on him. Yeah, and this and this series of events, Kyle talked about yesterday with Rick Westhead. By the way, if it wasn't for Rick Westhead and Katie Strang, we would never know that this would happen. Yeah. So this is a, this is an example of the power of the media. I know that the media is a very very. It can be a, a, a frustrating spot, a frustrating place, especially now. But this is thanks to the power of the media, and the and the I'm and we're we should be so thankful for to Rick Westhead and even Katie Strang. But I'm I'm gonna use I'm gonna use Rick uh, because he started it. We should be so and thankful he did of his the interview of his own interview. courage, yeah. of Rick's courage to to not let this go and to continue pursuing. So. But when he was talking, when Kyle was talking with Rick Westhead yesterday, he was basically saying like this, because of this, I felt, I felt so alone. I turned to drugs, I turned to alcohol and I became, and I became a, and I did things that I never would have imagined. So this incident turned this person into something that he never wanted to be. Yeah. And all I'm going to say, uh, I don't know, I don't know if we're going to continue on this, but I, I just want to, I just want to leave this by saying, keep the pressure on this. Yep. Keep the pressure on them. Because don't let this is get away with this. This is the them, end. This is don't the let end this be this. the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because don't us, let this be the end. Because what what we as a society can tend to do is something will happen, and then a week later, oh, who cares? Yep. Keep it up. Keep the pressure on this team. Keep the pressure on the sport. Keep the, the the pressure on this culture. Hockey culture can be good. I don't think it's I don't think it's poisonous. But when but when stuff like this happens where you're seeing someone who went through a traumatic event and people are making fun of you and fun of him, you be the person that stands up for them. You want, you want a friend that stands up for you. You, and you also want to be that friend. Kyle never had that, but the next person, if this happens and you know, them, you got to make sure that you are there for them. And so that this never happens again. Yeah. I completely agree with you. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna say on um, on, on behalf of, of I, everything. Okay, I, I we were gonna talk about some other stuff, but I think this is a good place to leave it. I think this is a good episode. This is gonna be a shorter episode of just covering what happened, 
and not allowing for this to continue. We need to continue to talk about it because I think there is more players that this has happened to and we don't know about it. And hopefully after Kyle Beach's, um, uh, not confession, but um, st- coming out to the light and speaking about it, I think many more things will happen, uh, will come to light, hopefully. And thankfully, because they're going to come to the light, we're going to be able to clean it up because most things that happen in the darkness will stay in the darkness of anonymity and things. So we wanted to give you an update on what's happening with the whole Chicago thing. Uh, that's going to be a bit, it's going to be a shorter episode. Sorry about that. We'll be back Monday to talk about the Leafs and everything else that's happening around the league. Um, take care, uh, share this thing, share the story. So we don't let it die out and uh, continue pushing until we get results.